This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. Every couple of weeks we catch up with Mary Holm, who's a personal finance expert, uh, author of a number of books on the topic of money and finance, and she chooses a different topic each week of interest to our listeners. Mary joins me now. Hi. Hi, Jessie. How are you? I'm well, thanks. And, um, and I've been getting a lot of questions over, well, in the last recent months, I have to say, about whether people should perhaps still be paying down their mortgage as opposed to investing elsewhere. Um, you know, and I've always said good idea to get rid of the mortgage and um, what's happened of course is that mortgage interest rates have dropped so much that people are starting to wonder if it's the best strategy. Um, What I'm talking about here is extra sort of savings. I mean there's no doubt that everybody who is eligible should be in KiwiSaver and that's nearly everyone Um, and especially if you're under 65 whether you're employed or, or, or not employed, it's still such a good deal with mm. the government contributions and, in some cases, employer contributions, that I don't think anybody should concentrate on paying down the mortgage um, at the cost of not contributing regularly to KiwiSafe. Right. It's, it's sort of, a, you know, you can't lose by doing that. So we're talking about... And that's just a reminder that the reason for that is that you get free money up to a certain point from the government. So um, that really trumps everything in terms of paying off debt. If you're getting money at a rate of, uh, what is it, 50 cents to the dollar for the first $1,000, then take that, right? That's exactly right. Yes, yes. Everyone should make the most of that. But um, beyond that, though, there are, you know, lots of people find that they can save more than, well, if you're an employee, it's good to be putting 3% of your pay into KiwiSaver and um, so, so you get the maximum uh, employer contribution. Um, but beyond that, whether or not you sh- should put extra money into KiwiSaver or into other types of savings, as opposed to paying down a mortgage, mm. is getting to be a trickier point. I, it, it also comes up with people who receive lump sums for one reason or another, you know, quite often it's yeah. an inheritance or it might be redundancy pay or if you're really lucky it might be a lotto win or something like that. And people are saying, oh, what should I do with that extra money? Um, now, I'm assuming here, of course, that people have got a mortgage. Those who aren't fortunate enough to have their own home um, are, um, it's a whole different thing for them. They, you know, get on and save as hard as you can to get a home for for, for most people, is a good idea. But for those who've got a mortgage, the the way you look at whether it's good to pay extra off the mortgage or invest the money elsewhere is to look at the returns you'd get elsewhere on whether it be on KiwiSaver or um, other KiwiSaver, uh, non-KiwiSaver funds or shares in general or rental property or any other type of investment you have a look at the returns you're expecting to get on those investments after fees and tax, which, of course, is 
a huge unknown, but, but people people have a have a kind of rough idea of what they yeah. get. And if you compare that with the interest you're paying on your mortgage, um, the, you, you'll find the mortgage interest is lower than the return you hope to get on these other investments. But um, and I'll just jump in. I'll, I'll jump in yes. for a second to say that it used to be very black and white, didn't it? If we were paying six percent on our mortgage, um, paying a hundred dollars into your mortgage was was a way of getting a six percent return tax free. You know, you was right. it was the equivalent of doing that, and it was very, very hard to find an investment that could guarantee that and and be risk free. Um, but That's but but as those mortgage rates, interest rates have started to come down and down and down and down, you've had to rethink your standard advice, Mary. Yes, yes, and it has sort of put it all up for grabs. The other thing about mortgages is it's after tax, it's after fees, and it's no risk, all of the above, for, you know, the equivalent return you make. The interest you're paying on the mortgage, paying that mortgage down is equivalent to earning, you know, the, whatever the mortgage mm. interest rate is, after fees, after taxes, and at no risk. And, and because if you didn't pay it, then you would be... You know, it would cost you one hundred and six dollars. So you're you're saving yourself that six dollars that you would have been charged in interest. Yes, that's right. Mm. That's right. And so, so as we say, it used to be a pretty, a pretty good deal. But um, now, where p- people are writing to me and saying, "Gosh, you know, if I pay extra off my mortgage, that's the equivalent of getting two or three percent mm. on an investment, and I can do better than that elsewhere." Yeah. Um, and these days, of course, they have done better than that in property and in, and in um, shares. For the most part, people have been doing way better than that. Whether that will continue is another thing. And, that, and that's where the risk comes into it. All these other options are pretty risky. And a key point to remember is it needs to be, you need to be taking fairly high risk you know, with in in property or shares, for yeah. example, rather than just in um, low risk corporate bonds or something like that, because they're not going to give you that much more of a return than paying down the mortgage. Um, so, so you, you know, in order to do better elsewhere, you've got to be willing to take a bit of risk with it. Yeah. And, and as we've discussed before, we live in a country where currently investing in property is seen by many as risk-free because people can't remember the last time property went badly. Yeah, you're quite right. But, it, you know, as we have said before, back in the global financial crisis around 2008, 9, 10, property prices went down. Um, since then, they have gone down occasionally a little bit, but they could well do again. And... Um, with shares, we saw them go down for sure, and and the COVID when COVID first hit, but they went back up again awfully fast. Yeah, and and so people once again are kind of underplaying the risk of both shares and property. I I worry that they are, um, and the the there are kind of four questions you have to ask about risk, and one is that it's got to be you've got to take high enough risk to get a decent sort of return. And you've got to be investing long term in any of these riskier investments. If you try short term, it's really there's really an awful chance that, that you know the property or share market might fall, mm. and or a Kiwi Saver fund or a non Kiwi Saver fund might fall in the short term. So you, this has got to be kind of long term money. Yeah. And then you've got to consider: well, can you cope with the volatility of 
of those sorts of investments. And some listeners will be saying, no, no, not for me, in which case I would say, okay, look, just go ahead and pay down the mortgage. There's nothing bad about paying down a mortgage. It's just that it might not be the optimal thing to do if you can tolerate a bit of volatility, etc. And I also think you should be asking yourself if you're quite in quite a strong position financially, i.e. you haven't got um, much debt, you haven't got any credit card debt or any any horrible debt like that, um, and that, that you. So there are four things you've got to take: high enough risk, it's got to be sort of long term, you've got to cope with volatility, and you've got to be financially strong. And if you can sort of tick all of those, then yes, you probably will be better off putting the money elsewhere rather than paying down the mortgage. Oh, it's big deal, Mary. Yeah, well, yeah, so, I mean, but you've got to be able to tick all of those, you know. Um, I'm going to have to go back to my Bible of Mary and edit out a couple of passages <laughs> while interest rates are low. Yes, yeah, times have changed. Yeah. It's all about these mortgage interest rates that have got ridiculously low. But the problem is, where are you going to put the money, of course, yes. you know? Yes, and so, so and, that's and where it's, all that's, these other issues come up. Mm. I mean, KiwiSaver is certainly not a bad place to put it. It does mean you're tying it up until 65 or until you buy a first home. But, you know, or you could go with a similar non-KiwiSaver fund and then you can get your hands on the money whenever you want to. Those are quite good alternatives. And the same traditional Mary advice applies, which is that by definition, a lot of those investments will pay lower than your mortgage rate. Um, because that's how the money system works. So unlikely you'd be getting, well, almost impossible that you'd be getting more money through bonds than you would be by paying off your mortgage, right? Well, but, if you went into a sort of higher-risk corporate bonds... Corporate bonds, yeah. You, you might. Corporate bonds' interest rates vary, um, and, you know, the, and, and the way most New Zealanders get into bonds is through a bond fund or a, a lower-risk KiwiSaver or non-KiwiSaver fund, like a, a balanced fund or a conservative fund, mm. holds a lot of bonds. And there, the interest rates on those bonds varies depending on how risky the company is. But basically, what we've got there is companies are raising money to grow the company, and so they are issuing bonds, so you buy a bond, i.e. give them some money to, to invest. And they, if they're a bit dodgy, a bit risky, they're going to have to pay a higher interest rate in order to borrow from anyone. Um, and so they, you know, those interest rates could be higher than mortgage rates. Yeah. yeah. But once you're getting into the lower risk bonds, the government bonds and, and the big safe corporates, um, and obviously in bank term deposits, the interest is clearly lower than on mortgages. Mm. And, so, and, and if, if those are the only alternatives you're sort of really happy to consider, then I would say just go ahead and plough down the mortgage. Yeah. Um, Any other issues to bear in mind? Yeah, there are some other things too. There's a a sort of the need for security. Um, Quite a lot of people, there's a sort of psychological need for one thing, that they really want to get rid of the debt on their house and like, you know, really look forward to the day when they've got no debt on the house and that's a totally legitimate reason for paying down the mortgage. Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. Um, there's also financial security if if you've paid down the mortgage. If you're sitting there in a mortgage-free home, which I'm lucky lucky enough to be now, it's a nice feeling because it is. you can... No matter what happens, it. you'll have your home, you'll have somewhere to stay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and you... Um, 
if you need to borrow money, you know, for something, if something comes up, it, you know, generally speaking, you can go to the bank and then raise a mortgage at that point. If you need it for some kind of family issue or health issue mm. or, you know, all sorts of things can, can come up. So it, so having getting rid of a mortgage is psychologically and financially um, gives you a lot more security, which is really important. Right. And another thing which I noticed back when I was did have a mortgage was it, it was really simple. If I had some spare money, yeah. what am I going to do with it? Just whack, off, whack it off the mortgage and you're not sort of worrying about, oh, what returns will I get and where will I put it and all the rest of it. And there's nothing, you know, there's, that's pretty nice, that simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, having money not just paying down your house um, but putting money elsewhere does give you diversification. You haven't got all your money in property, and that's a really important factor as well. And and you're learning more and more about markets. The more money you've got in the share and property markets and the bond market, etc., whether it's directly or via KiwiSaver or other funds, you're still learning um, how the markets can go up and down and how if you hang, hang around, they'll come back right again and... Um, that knowledge is really valuable valuable for people to build up over time, I think. So, yeah. The, the other thing to consider is that actually putting, heaping more money onto the mortgage is an, an option for some people. Say you did win $100,000 in lotto, putting it all on the mortgage might not even be possible. You'd need to talk to your bank. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's a really important point. Most people these days have got fixed-term mortgages, and they, if you've got one, um, you... Typically, the bank will let you um, increase the, your payments by a certain amount. You know, most banks will let you do that. But if you go in and say, I want to pay $100 more a month from now on until the term ends, um, they will often let you do that. But they usually won't let you pay a big lump sum off it. Um, so you need to go and ask your bank. They will let you do it, sorry, but with a penalty. And the penalties are set so that they, you, you know, it's often just not worthwhile doing. Mm. So in those situations, you're better just to put the money in bank de- term deposits until the term of your mortgage finishes. You know, if it's two or three year mortgage or whatever, wait till that term's finished, and then you can go and 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 pay a lump sum off at that point. So just go and talk to your lender and find out what you know how much you can pay off. And with, without penalty. And once they start getting into the penalties, it generally works out it's not worth doing. And, and something, some, something to think about when you are um, organising your mortgages, setting them up, maybe if your fixed term comes up and you're looking at the next couple of years and thinking what's the best arrangement. Well, if you did happen to have a, an elderly relative who you knew was <laughs> going to give you some money, <laughs> you might, you might want to consider not fixing some of that money. Look, yes, that that sounds horribly ghoulish, doesn't it? But do you but, think so too harsh, to, Mary? To be more positive, you know, you <laughs> might have some. You might be planning to win lotto, or you or, right, yeah, or okay. you might be expecting redundancy money, or you know, there's all sorts of ways people they might have a second property and decide they want to sell it. There's all kinds of ways mm. people come by lump sums, and yeah. So I've often said it's good. It's a good idea to have some of your mortgage floating because you can always pay a lump sum off a floating mortgage. Yeah. The trouble is these days floating mortgage interest rates tend to be higher, so you've kind of got to weigh all that up. But I think it's not a bad idea to have some floating and some fixed and um, just 
just to keep those options open. Yeah, I think that and, you know there've been times in my life where I've been a um, been solely a freelancer, and so you have a bit of a lean month, and then you have a good month, and yep. it's been quite good to have the flexibility that if I did you know have a really good month, that I could heap it onto the mortgage. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it certainly does give people a lot more flexibility to have some some floating in there. Yeah, yeah. But when I think about this whole situation. It's kind of um, people should go with what they want to go with. I think. <laughs> I mean, I, as I said a bit earlier, there's nothing wrong with paying down a mortgage. It's a great thing to do. So if that's you know what makes you feel most secure and happy, and it's simple, and all these other reasons, as long as you've got enough in KiwiSaver to get to get the maximum out of that, then or the, or the government and, and employer benefits out of that then there's nothing wrong with concentrating on paying down the mortgage. But if you can tolerate more risk and it's long-term money, et cetera, all the, the lists I gave before, then it's, there's certainly a good argument to be made that you might end up better off by investing that money elsewhere. Yeah, no harm in saying, well, my personality type, um, you know, as you alluded to before, it suits me to um, pay off the mortgage and feel like I own my own home. And, and probably the only yeah. counsel you'd have is... Um, Make sure it is your personality and not that you're going in with a lack of knowledge. For example, some people have an irrational fear of the share market, and that might not be a personality thing. It might just be because they've got this sort of hangover from the 80s or or they don't quite know enough about how to invest to to get the diversity required that it's a bit safer. Absolutely. You're quite right, and we need to talk more about share investing, possibly next time or sometime soon anyway. Yeah, have you, um, because there's a bit of FOMO around, well, there's a lot of FOMO in the housing market, right? Um, If I don't get into that, I'm missing missing a trick. But also, you see these, um, some of these, have you followed the GameStop story in the US? Yeah, look, it's all a bit of a, um, all of that business about the short selling and all the rest of it. Yeah. That's for sophisticated people and, you know, you've got to remember that there's two sides to every transaction in the share market, and if you're not one of the people who really knows what you're doing, you're likely to be on the wrong side of the transaction. You're buying when it would, would have been better to sell or selling when, you, yeah. when it would be better to buy. But we should maybe talk about all of that more probably next time. Sounds um, good to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe uh, as a sequel to this, if you decide that um, paying off your mortgage isn't for you that you'd like to do something else instead how do you go about finding the right place to put your money yeah that, that sounds good mm, nice yeah. one okay uh, mary Holm, yes. great to have you on as always thank you very much uh, for your time and uh, good to chat to you pleasure yeah, bye